Bruce Beckham, the Gerald Boss Man Show, we're joined by Jamie and Christian, the head coach of the Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers. Again, we're just talking about his program at Gary F. Northeast Conference Tournament up there. Coach Christian, good to talk to you again, my man. How is life treating you, man? I love it, man. I got uh, I got 12 freshmen on this roster. We found a way to finish second in our league. We got three outstanding seniors. I got a big smile on my face heading into our conference tournament. Yes, indeed, Coach. And think about those 12 freshmen, three seniors, Coach. You finished second in your, in your conference with 12 freshmen. You're on three-game three winning streak, so I know you're so delighted. But talk to us about what were the key factors, Coach, and the key essential things that really made you guys click this year and get to where you are right now as you're hitting this conference tournament to play Robert Morris here. Well, you know, our freshmen, they're outstanding in terms of being able to follow leadership and, and really just stepped into our program and, and really had a desire to make it something really special in the elite following last year's, um, last year's story. And, you know, we got three seniors that, that are pretty special. Junior Robinson was voted player of the year in, our, in the Northeast Conference this year. He averaged 22 a game. He's 5'5", five five, um, but he's a 12-leading scorer in college basketball, and uh, obviously he plays much larger than his size. Just one of the best guards in college basketball. I think people are going to really love getting a chance to know him again. Um, Chris Ray won defensive player of the year. He's our starting center. Six foot eight, can basically guard every position. Um, led our league in blocks, top five in steals, top five in rebounds. Just such a unique player. I mean, Greg Alexander, another senior we have, who's just an outstanding three-point shooter and a really special player. Makes big shots for us. And so you know, those three seniors um, really took on a great task with our coaching staff. And so we're going to bring in these 12 freshmen. We're going to try to lead them to the best of our ability, find a way to get the most out of our roster. And those freshmen followed and listened, and they just kept improving um, we got a really special roster. I'm excited about this month of March because I just think we got a lot of things going in the right direction right now. So I just wanted to, to get uh, a little bit of insight. You have a, a young man on your team uh, who goes 5'5". Five, five. Yep, Junior Robinson, yep. <clears throat> so what do you feel like? I mean, do you feel like at that size he he is, what's the best way to put it, maybe plays with a bit of a chip on his shoulder? Yeah, I, I would say he's pound for pound the best. He's pound for pound probably one of the best guards in the country. Um, obviously, he has a tremendous chip on his shoulder because of uh, you know because of his size. But you know, he just got that hunger to be the best. I think that overcomes his size every day. So to to spin off of that a little bit, when you guys play and set up your non-conference schedule, did, does that have kind of a a similar effect where you want to you want to challenge yourselves during that non-conference schedule? And then when it comes conference time, you've got some of those big, tough games under your belt where you can kind of build off of those games. Is that what the, the idea is in your non-conference scheduling? Yeah, you know, I think if, if you want to be the best, you've got to be fearless in your pursuit to play against the best. Um, and I think, you know, you look around, you see a lot of teams are afraid to play the best teams in the country. We just don't have that fear here. Um, we want to learn as much about ourselves as early in the season as possible. That's going to allow us to have an opportunity to, to learn and improve through the course of the year. And, you know, when you have an opportunity to do that and you've got some really headstrong guys that believe in one another and that love each other, you know, anything is possible. Because, you know, once you've been able to fail at something, you know, you learn from it, you learn, you learn, you learn, you love, then you improve. You know, you really, it really makes you really unstoppable. And, Coach, I, I've been so impressed about because, because Coach, I read about how you got killed by transfers and you replenished Ross with transfers. <laughs> I, I read about it. I feel bad because I feel like Coach had a good team and then all his guys were gone. But you, you persevered. I think it's a great example yeah. of like, how if you have a will to do something, you can do it. Because most people think, hey, my senior is not going to be any good because they lost all their players. But you went out and recruited your yeah. foot off, brought in quality young men who bought into your culture immediately and look at where you are now. So I feel like it's a testament to 
any coach calls basketball, it don't matter who leads your program. If you get the right guys and the right fits your culture and, and what you what your standard is, you're gonna be successful no matter what. Yeah, you know, I think it's important to just understand like, you know, we had a great year last year. We had the best year in school history. Um, we had three guys who we love. You know, that's, that's understand we love those guys. And I think it's important, you know, you know, you talk about loving your guys. Everyone loves their team when they're playing well. Do you love your guys when they're not playing well? Do you love your guys when they're not doing what you what you want them to do? And you know, reality of it was, those guys came in. They had really tough conversations with me in April. You know, they felt like they had an opportunity to play play at, play at a higher level, and, and they had those conversations. And my job really becomes to love those guys even through those conversations because you know I want to guide them and I want to help them fulfill their dreams, and, and I believe in them. And so, you know, those are tough conversations. And then, you know, what I would always say to tell them, say to them is, you know, you know, you win with the guys that are in your locker room. I mean, that's the reality of it. And, and so we just said as a staff, you know, we don't bring in a lot of transfers here. I don't really believe in that. I don't really bring in a lot of junior college guys. I believe in bringing in high school guys and trying to build them up and giving them a ton of confidence and a lot of love. And, and that's what we did. And we stuck to our game plan. And, you know, we have more wins in this regular season than we did last regular season. Um, and we have a really special group of guys because of it. And, you know, again, you know, we've got a really special thing going on here. And, you know, by doing, by, by bringing in the right kind of guys and believing, I, I think the belief and love, I think it's really important to understand, like, you know, they, these guys are growing because, you know, we love them so much. And the, the guys that left, they grew because we loved them so much. And so I think we've got a formula here that's built on love, learning, and belief that's really special. And, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen again. You know, those are some tough moments because I believe in those guys so much. Um, but, you know, I believe in this group as well. And, again, you went with the guys that are in your locker room. You went with the guys you love and believe in, and we're doing that right now. So, Coach, just to uh, touch on your team stats a little bit, looks like you've got some nice balanced scoring across the board, uh, five guys averaging over nine points a game, three guys in double figures, also balanced rebounding, six guys averaging over three a game. Are those uh, two two areas where you're um, have been focusing on with the with your staff the the balanced scoring, the balanced rebounding, um, keeping these guys to, to you know kind of gel on the court in those aspects? Yeah, I'm a huge believer in balance. You know, I think I think we take too much time in basketball circles just talking about the main guys. Um, I just feel like it's such a team game, and I think it's just important to try to make sure everyone on your team has an important role and a responsibility that's significant. You know, whether it's rebounding the ball or or uh, building a teammate up or high fiving the guys, I mean, those roles are all super important because they're important for your morale and they're important for that love that we're trying to create within our locker room. And so, when you look at our stat sheet, I mean, that's what you see. I mean, we're the top assistant team in our league. Um, our guys really share the ball. They really play unselfishly. You know, you don't have. You know, we're shooting thirty eight percent from three, I believe, or so. Um, on, on the year, and you don't do that unless guys are making, or unless guys are being unselfish with their shot and creating for others. Um, you know, I think when you watch us play, I think that's the thing that I love the most, just how unselfish we are. And when I look at those numbers, I see a really unselfish team. You know, we do have one guy averaging 22 a game, but he he's second in our league in assists. I don't know how many times that happens. You know, he's one of the most efficient scorers in the country. You know, that doesn't happen very often. You know, where there's a game where he scores eight points and has 11 assists, and you know, it doesn't care about his scoring numbers, only cares about the win. And you know, our center is second in the league in assists. He averages. 
you know, just under, you know, over the last 10 games, he's like about seven assists a game. And just being completely unselfish and playing for the guy next to you. And I think when you look at our box score, that's what it shows. Multiple guys rebounding well, multiple guys assisting well, everybody shooting well, which makes the coach happy. And, you know, that, that's what we're trying to build here. We're trying to build something that's lasting. And, and if it's built on one or two pillars, it's not going to be lasting. If it's built on one or two players, it's not going to be lasting. And, and I think we've got a good formula here that can allow us to be good here for a very long time. I agree with that wholeheartedly, Coach, what you just said there. And i got to ask you, Coach, as you all prepare for the conference tournament, uh, what will you be emphasizing to your team as that first time in a conference play with this pressure for a lot of your freshman guys, of course, as you get ready for Robert, Robert Morris and Coach Look at them on film. Uh, what challenges does Robert Morris pose to you guys? You have to be ready for as you play them here in the conference tournament here in the next few days. Yeah, well, the greatest challenge for for any person is that challenge within themselves. Um, you know that that true competitor mindset. You know, just being hungry, hungrier than you were the day before. You know, those are things that every athlete right now is focusing on. Um, you know, off the floor, I'm talking to our guys about just fighting distraction. You know, it gets really easy. You get a couple of pats in the back, and it's really easy to believe that. And you know, we've got an underdog mentality here. We're going to maintain that. And and so those are the first things you got to win that battle. You got to win that battle within. And so we're going to. We've spent a ton of time over the last three weeks. I've really spending a lot of time with our guys, talking about that, giving them live, giving them examples, and you know we'll see if that stuff falls through uh, falls through tomorrow night. But I feel like it's really been sinking home, and the guys are really understanding that. And then when you step on the floor against any opponent, you know, late in February and early March, you know what you're really looking at is a team that's going to be very familiar with you. They're going to know you very well. You know, Robert Morris is a team that you know they can really defend. They're second in our league in, in defense. Um, you know, they're going to really try to get into us and try to make us turn the ball over. And, you know, when you're playing this time of year, you've got to do a great job of taking care of the ball against every opponent. you got to have great respect for every opponent playing this time of year because they're all everyone's playing for something significant. Everyone's playing for something bigger than themselves. And, and so, you know, we've got to really win in those two areas. You know, and if we rebound the ball, you know, that allows us to get out and play in transition and really allows us to play unselfishly. You know, we just got to be really solid. And, you know, if we have great emotional intelligence and we're able to handle the highs and lows, you know, you have opportunity to move on. And, Coach, following one for his coaches is, could you speak to the quality of coaching, the quality of teams and players? We're in Atlanta, a lot of guys, and I not know about the conference, but John and I are basketball fans. We watch all college basketball. We focus on mid-majors a lot. So for those who might not be familiar with your conference and the players and coaching, can you share with our listeners the quality that you guys have in Northeast, Northeast Conference? Yeah, you know, the Northeast Conference has is, is just been a, been a really special league, and it's been a league that has a lot of young coaches like myself in it. You know, I'm in my sixth year. Brashear Mason's in his sixth year. Andy Tool, I think, is in his eighth year. Ed Robert Morris. Um, you know, but you have a lot of guys in this league. You know, Derek Kellogg, who's at UMass, is at OIU Brooklyn. Rob Kremel is in his sixth year at St. Francis PA. So you have a lot of guys that are just kind of starting to learn. You know, they've kind of made some mistakes like myself, and we've been able to kind of learn through those mistakes. And, and now you have a lot of guys that are just starting to establish their programs. And, you know, Wagner won our league this year. Um, they've got the most wins in our league over the last, over the last six years. And, and Bashir's done an unbelievable job. They won the league by two games this year. He's just an unbelievable job. They're known for tough defense, really aggressive offense, and playing playing freely. You know, you look at Rob Criminal, he's always got great offense in the St. Francis. You know, he has a couple guys he plays through, and they have a chance to play with a lot of energy, and, and they play with a big chip on their shoulder. You know, uh, Kellogg at LIU has really brought a, an up-tempo style to, to Brooklyn, and they're pressing, and they're into it. So it's an exciting league. I mean, everyone in our league scores it at a high level. Um, everyone does a great job there scoring the ball, and it usually comes down to the team that can defend just enough um, to be able to move on and have an opportunity to, to hold that trophy up on the last night. 
with Coach Christian and John. I'll definitely be look, looking for you guys and training for you guys. We hope to talk to you again when you get that automated bid, hopefully, Coach. Whatever you guys need, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Thank you so much. Jim, I'm Christian Boston. So if you check out Mount St. Mary's in the tournament here, cheer for those guys, people. We're out. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blueberry Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with JR the boss man and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the boss man show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.
Marvel's is back in the JR the Boss Man show. We're joined by Utah Valley Wolverines head coach Mark Pope on the Boss Man. Coach Pope, the Boss Man. How do you out there, Utah man? How do you? It's all good. How do we got? We got tomorrow is March first, man, and it's 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 a great month. It's 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 like Christmas uh, for basketball. So so you know we're in a good spot right now, and we can't wait to get started. It's gonna be, it's gonna be terrific. And coach, right there, you nine and four and whack. Right Play. Uh, talk to us. Like, what's been the key factors for you guys and your team playing so well so far? Whack plays. You get there. Whack plays. You after your game against Seattle this week. Well, listen. It's 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 a it's a tough league. Like every league in the country, it's hard, right? And um, it's been really competitive. Uh, I think we one of the fun things about our league right now is we're walking into this black tournament in a week, and there's probably seven of the eight teams that think they have a legitimate chance to win it. And that makes it really fun. And uh, it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be great for the fans. It's at a great venue in Las Vegas. And so we're really excited. Uh, you know, we obviously have our sights set on trying to win this tournament, make the NCAA tournament. That's the magic of March, and that's what we're trying to do. I hear that, coaching. Also, Coach, I looked at your schedule, man. Uh, Schedule. Your non-conference slate was pretty good for us. You guys playing tough out of conference opponents. Do you feel like this helped you guys? You guys play kind of harden up and toughen up so you guys can win, play against great teams in your conference. And if you get past out of your conference, you get to the and get the points against. You guys have seen these big teams, high major teams, teams. You guys already played them and got a feel for that kind of competition. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that was all by design, right? First of all, there's just a philosophy of it where if you're a college basketball player, you want to go play the best teams in the country, right? Like, let's go play. Let's ro- let's roll the ball out and, and see what we can do. And so we're able to do that in non-conference. And, and then there's also the, the part of, you know, listen, we're playing really hard teams, playing good teams. Every game in league is hard for every league, right? Um, and that doesn't change because we played a tough non-conference schedule, but we certainly don't walk into any venue or or face any opponent where uh, we feel like it's not something we've done before, right? And um, and so that kind of that 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 experience, I think, is invaluable, and hopefully, it'll prove to, to pay off for us well as we, we approach these tournaments. Now, coach, let me ask you this now: What you guys plan so well this year, and something to be a tough out? You feel like it'll be harder to get guys to want to play you guys now because if you've grown as a program, you're playing good. So you see you guys are winning, and so guys will try to hit you with their two for one. You come play here or try to get you on a game for pretty much to, to, to buy you, to make you come and play them. So how you feel about the skills going forward with, the, with you guys, some of guys getting good now? Well, I actually think, and I hope every uh, every coach in America is listening, uh, I think it's going to be easy to schedule uh, for next year because we lose a bunch of seniors. We're going to be awful next year. So please put us on your schedule. We're looking for bye games. We're looking for home and homes. And, and we're going to be an easy out, uh, easy win for anybody that wants us. So, so coaches out there, please take our call and let's get this thing done. I hear you, Coach. I hear you. Hey, hey, look here. Play Utah Valley. Play them, people. Go on, Utah. Do it. Go on, play the Wolverines. Watch the game. <laughs> 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 no, 
Now, Coach, you kind of made a point about it. I was going to ask you about this, Nick, Coach. Okay. Your roster, you got experience. There's nine years guys on your roster, like you said. We're in March now, Coach. Do you like having experience? These games have more importance. They're going to help you in tough battle games. These guys have been there before. They've seen it before. And they're not scared of the pressure. I think so. You know, I think one of the avenues for success for programs at our level is is to just get old and stay old, right? And so so we're pretty committed to, to kind of having veteran teams on the floor every year. Um, the downside of that is that you don't get a lot of four-year players, right? So there's not continuity in your program. You're kind of having to re- re-recruit a, a whole new big class every single year. Uh, in a sense, uh, you know what? What Coach Calipari and 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 Coach Shashevsky right now are kind of leading the way, doing with with one and done, where they have to they have to recruit a huge class every single year. Uh, you know, we're doing just on the back end, right? We're trying to get graduate transfers and and junior college players and and uh, and and Division One transfers that are only going to be on our program for one or two years so that we can stay really old. And, um, I, you know, I think that really helps us. And, and I think it helps you uh, compete against teams. I think it helps you uh, in, in tournament time. I think it helps you have guys that have been through a bunch of battles before and, and maybe are less prone to be phased or, or, or caught up in the moment. Uh, and hopefully that's going to prove true for us this year. Folks, we have Mark Pope here with the Boston Man Show. Ty Valley Wolverines head coach. Now, coach, look at your stats, man. Balance stats across the board. Scoring five guys in double figures. You got balance rebounding six guys over three boards a game. I can imagine. You've preached this year. Defense, rebounding. I can change the basketball and play it fast. Yep. No, yeah, no doubt. I mean, that, that's who we are. We actually, we've actually, uh, I'm not really pleased with it, but it's probably been the right call. We've actually slowed down a little bit this year, which, Kind of makes me hate myself that, that we've given into that, uh, but we're still trying to be as aggressive as we can offensively. And and of course, you know, we we recruit offensive players, and so we preach defense every single day. It's so important for us. And our guys have done a great job. Uh, they kind of stepped up, and, and and we've been really really consistent uh, in terms of our defensive effort. And it's been a big key to our success this year. Now, coach, I mentioned a little bit earlier, coach, you're playing Seattle this week. So as you prefer. Prepare this game against Seattle. What are you telling your team as you're ready for this game? And what, what challenges does the team pose you, pose you guys you're sitting on field for? You're sitting well, Seattle's a, Seattle's a good team also. Uh, uh, and they're a veteran team. They have three graduate transfers that are starting, so fifth-year guys. Uh, they have a, a center who's 7'3", 280 pounds, who, is, is, who just kind of, you know, they, they play man-to-man defense, but he's kind of in a drop zone the whole time, so, so it you know, it's it's challenging to get anything clean at the rim because he's always there. Uh, and they're they're a really good, well coached veteran team. Uh, they have great wing defenders that are really really long and athletic. Um, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a huge challenge for us. It's our senior night, so it'll be an emotional night. And it's our first game in March, and uh, March is March is the best. So so we're excited about it. Uh, it'll be our last kind of fine-tuning warm-up warm up before we start the WAC tournament. And uh, and so we're looking forward to it. 
And final one for your coach is you kind of touched on it, but talk about the quality of the, the quality of conference and the quality of teams, the quality of coaches, teams, quality of players. Some great coaches in that league, some great teams. You only have 18 teams. Makes it very competitive. You guys see each other twice hard. It makes it home and home. So it's also good as well. So yep. talk about the quality of that conference, man, because a lot of people in Atlanta may not know the quality that your conference is. Well, you know, we're, we're a fun conference because we're growing really fast. Uh, you know, the WAC went through some major changes about five years ago where they lost some quality teams and brought in some, some, some newer programs like ourselves. And uh, and it's actually turned into a little bit of a big money conference. Grand Canyon is essentially printing money. They're the only for-profit school in Division I uh, basketball. There was a big article about them in ESPN. Uh, last week they said they're bringing in $820 billion of revenue every single year. Wow. So uh, Seattle's a private school that's, that's uh, really, really uh, financially stable. They're putting a ton of money into their program. Um, we actually have a Division II school joining the program next year, Cal Baptist, that just built a $70 billion basketball arena as a Division II school. And so... Uh, you know, just how it is, you know, uh, when you have a lot of money to put into the program, a lot of times you can grow a successful program. And so um, the WAC is really interesting that way. We also have universities that are growing really fast. So, for example, you know, 12 years ago, our student population was, you know, fourteen or 15,000 students. We're now at 37,000 students. We're the biggest university in the state of Utah, bigger than the University of Utah at the Pac-12, and bigger than BYU in the in the West Coast Conference, and, and uh, so our student population growing is also kind of a dynamic that's interesting in our league, and um, so the league's growing really fast. It is a mad dash scramble to see who can who can rise up here and make the most progress in the league. Obviously, New Mexico State is been our, mar- our, our, our constant marquee program. Cal State Bakersfield had such a great run in the NIT last year. Uh, we have good programs. Yes, here with Coach Pope. We definitely keep an eye on, on the WAC Conference from my end, Coach, and wish you luck in Seattle. Hopefully it gives you some WAC Conference term as well, Coach. Let's go, baby. Let's enjoy this. Best month of the year. Yes. Oh, it's Coach. My birthday month, so I'm happy about March, too. 31 years old. Okay, well, listen, thank you so much. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season. 
by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Man show I want to be joined by the Northeastern Huskies head coach, Coach Bill Cole on the Boss Man Show out of Boston, Massachusetts, where my uncle is up there in Peabody. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jr. Thanks for having me on. Yes, indeed, Coach. I've been watching your team from afar. I love your conference. I see, Coach, where you finished second second in conference play here. It's got some game winning streaks that one have you on the show, Coach. So talk to us, Coach, about your team this this year. How happy you are with that play in the CAA play and the, the win streak you guys have been on so far? Yeah, we're we're hap- really happy uh, where we're sitting right now. We uh, want to share the CAA title, and that's the. Third time we've done that in the past six seasons, so really, really proud of this group for for achieving that. And um, you know, we got a young group. Uh, group. We only have one senior on the on the squad, so um, it's been a learning experience all year for them. Um, that, but they, luckily for for uh, our staff, they've they've stayed locked in. Uh, they they've come to practice every day, trying to get a little bit better and. Um, we have good chemistry in the locker room, and uh, we're, we're um, hoping for good things next week. Yes, indeed, Coach. And speaking of non-conference play, Coach, I wanted to kind of talk to you about that a little bit. I feel like, Coach, the schedule you guys played really helped you guys when it comes to conference play because it toughened you guys, saw different types of ways to play, what you might see in conference play, and it seemed like it helped you guys as you guys went through that season. And that's this win streak you're on, that you're on high at the right time. I feel like all that the combination of this right now is right for the right time. You're, you're proud to make a good run here based on what you did early in November, December now. Yeah, year in and year out, we typically play uh, uh, the toughest non-conference schedule that we can um, you, you know, you're, you're exactly right. We're trying to prepare ourselves from co- for conference play. Um, 
we're mindful of the fact that we want to try to play opponents that maybe play similar styles to the guys we have in the league, uh, to the coaches we have in the league, and um, to prepare us for that so we can start that process a little bit earlier. Um, And also, you know, going out and playing in national championship quality opponents, uh, I think, you know, it does a couple of things. One, our kids are excited to play that level of competition, but two, it keeps you um, absolutely fully accountable. So if you have a weakness, if you're not doing something well, if your transition defense isn't good or your ball screen defense isn't good or you don't, you're not rebounding it like you should, you're going to get really exposed uh, against that level of competition. And right away it, it, it directs you directs you as a coach and what you need to address early on and you can get busy fixing that. So um, we thought that worked out well. We, you know, I always say uh, when you play a schedule like that, you learn a little bit about yourself. Sometimes you like what you learn. Sometimes you don't, uh, but it does refocus you and it, it puts you in the right direction. And that, that's exactly what we were hoping for this year. Now, Coach, is it harder for you to schedule games because you have, you have kind of a national brand, people know about you, you've been good for years, you've been there for a long time yourself, so the guys want to avoid playing you guys because they know, hey, this team can actually beat us on our own floor, and I, I know it's probably hard getting guys to come play at your place, even though you are in Boston, it's a big city, you guys want to come there, but they don't want to risk taking a loss on the road to you guys. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, scheduling is, is is a challenge. So, um, you know, we've we finished our 12th season here, and over the course of that time, nobody's won more CAA games than Northeastern. Um, and then in our non-conference, we've been fortunate enough to to pull up some you know high major upsets. Uh, last year, uh, we beat UConn at UConn. We beat Michigan State at Michigan State. Uh, the year before, we we won at Miami. We've beaten Georgetown. We've uh, beaten Indiana, Providence, uh, St. John's. So we've had a number of those kind of signature wins that um, give people a little bit of pause uh, to play you. But um, you, you know, there's always somebody out there in need of a game, uh, and and you know, we've gone to still playing those types of games, but also playing the likes of somebody like Vermont, who's in a very similar situation, who. You know, it's, I think they won 29 games last year, and they're up for to, to win their conference again this year. Uh, Bucknell, who was the preseason p- favorite in the Patriot, Harvard, who was the preseason favorite in 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 the Ivy League. So you go out and you play the best best opponents you can, and then uh, you know, hopefully, you weather that storm, and it makes you better and stronger, and it, it serves you well. Also, Bill Cohen, the Boston Man Show from the Northeastern Huskies, here with me today. Now, Coach, I want—I know you have a, a guy from Fairburn, Georgia, on your roster, Derek Cook. So, talk to me about what you're expecting from Derek and how he's been as a kid for his first year up there with you guys up there in Boston. You know, Derek's uh, a young man with an unbelievable amount of talent, and I, I had a really good talk with him yesterday. He hasn't got as much opportunity to 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 uh, to play for us because we have some veteran guards. But I think he's as talented as any of them at the same stage coming in. Um, we've had guards here, like the player of the year in our league last year was T.J. Williams, who started at the point for us and went on and played. Uh, you know, He's in the G League right now, but he started in the NBA Summer League. The year before that, we had a kid by the name of Davey Walker. 
you know, was MVP in the senior all-star game and played in the NBA summer league. So we've had a number of really, really good guards. And I think Derek's just another one of those type guys that's going to develop and get better um, and better. And, you know, he's a guy that came from a winning program. Um, they won a state title down there in Georgia and he was a big part of it. And, uh, he, you know, he's making that transition to college and he's a good teammate and he's a good kid and he's, he's working hard at his game. Yes, indeed. Coach, you know, there's a lot of talent down here in Georgia. I know it's, I always love it when I see a roster with a Georgia guy on the roster. I always love it. I know a lot of talent around here. A lot of guys, are, I see a lot of coaches down here a lot getting guys. It's like, I know I know it's plentiful down here for us, talented young men who want to play at the D1 level. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many, so many talented young men down there. And, Coach, I, and I'm looking at your stats, Coach, and I love what I'm seeing. you got balanced scoring with – Eight guys virtually after over six points a game, two guys in double figures. Uh, you got bounce rebounds, six, six guys with three boards a game. So, coaches defending like crazy, attacking the glass, sharing the balls, what you're emphasizing in practice every day because it seems like reading stats, that's what it seems like you guys are preaching on your staff every day in practice and film sessions. No question. We're, we're trying to you know, promote a, a, a first brand of basketball where are caught up in their numbers and as a result I, th- I think we've had multiple guys you know be this uh, so-called star of the game uh, maybe a guy that's coming off the bench you know really has a great game for you and our bench is deep um, you know those have all been productive for us uh, our frontline guys share the ball um, you know a big stat for us is how of our field goals how many of those also goals are assisted, so we want to make sure that we're shooting the basketball, moving the ball, and ball off at a high rate. Um, I think defensively, one doing really well uh, on the national level is defending the three, and um, that was a big emphasis for us. So much of the college game now, obviously threes. Uh, I don't, I don't think there are that many centers around, uh, but even I think the centers shoot threes now. So you have to be able to defend the line. Um, you know, if you're going to have any type of success. And coaches, I'm, as we prepare for March Madness and tournament play here, coach, uh, having a deep bench to me is going to be helpful for you because, you know, I, I've seen some teams only play six guys or seven guys. And, you know, tournament said that when you got to play back-to-back-to-back, that guy could gas out your guys real fast. I feel like having a deep bench will assist you in tournament play and if you make it to the big dance as well because you have you can go down on your bench and play more than seven or eight guys and they can all contribute for you at a moment's notice. Yeah, no question. The, 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 it's, a, it's a huge advantage to have multiple guys that you can go to, um, multiple guys that can step up and play huge roles for you. Uh, you can weather injuries a little bit uh, a little bit better than if you have a, a shorter lineup um, you can survive a sprained ankle or something like that, maybe get through a game or foul trouble. Um, and those are all, you, you know, keys to advancing. Now, Coach, as you prepare for the tournament, uh, what are you preaching to your team for as preparation for March Madness? And, uh, you know, you get getting ready for opponents you don't quite know yet. So do you kind of work on yourselves and you, and you correct your errors or do you kind of see who, who might be in your bracket and kind of do things drill-wise to prepare in case you play that team? I, I think you, you 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 do both those things, Jr. You you, you know you kind of you can't lose your own identity and the uh, the, the the things that uh, you know produce winning for your club. Everybody's got a different way on how they win, 
and make sure you're staying true to that in your preparation. But at the same time, uh, you know, with an eye ahead, making sure you're building in because the turnaround time for the games are so quick. You're just building in the fundamentals that you'll need uh, in those various scouting reports. So we try to do a little bit of that each day, and and uh, but still with the focus, uh, you know, 80% of the focus on us, and then 20%, you know, on on, on our opponents. Now, last one I got for you, Coach, is not a lot of people in Atlanta may not know about the CAA the way I do. So could you talk about the quality coaching, the quality team, the quality players in the CAA league that listeners who only watched ACC or SEC may not realize about your league? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tremendous conference, uh, you know, with really good coaches and really good players. Uh, you know, I've, I've been here 12 years. Um, the league has been uh, ranked as high as eighth in terms of conferences. And so when you take out the Power Five and – a few other conferences, you're you're right in the mix there. Um, I think two years ago, maybe we were ninth. Um, I think this year we're we might be eleventh. So, you know, it's a really really good mid-major plus conference. I think we've had we've had uh, multiple teams make it to the final four. Um, we've had guys uh, get drafted in the first round of the NBA. Um, and I always tell guys if you're looking for, you know, an opportunity to play, uh, a chance to play. Uh, you know, and, and you have dreams of, you know, going to the NCAA tournament and going deep into the tournament. That's been done before. And we've had guys individually um, go on and, and, and make it to the NBA. So, you know, this is a really good level where you can atre- achieve all your dreams. And, um, you know, the coaching at this level, most of the guys have uh, are experienced um, and, and experienced the highest level of college basketball. Um, come here you know have developed their own style and their own brand and night in and night out it's very very difficult to compete you got there right coach coach cohen i wish you the best luck in the tournament here look for having you on again real soon the next time you're in georgia if you can come by the studio and see us here in the studio and talk about the program some more man awesome well thanks for having me on jr have a great day you too coach all right this is bill cohen Boston show people check them out Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on facebook at academics and athletic consulting or twitter at coach t wheel 24 or instagram travis l williams 24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 Once again, 
AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man, show joined by the UMBC Retrievers head coach Ryan Odom on the show. We had him on when he first got hired at UMBC. Now look at his team now, second in America. He's doing big things. Coach Odom, how are things going, man? All good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Yes, indeed, coach. I'm just happy for your program, happy for your success, and I knew you would do great things. We had you on the first time, so how's it been, man? Have running your own ship now, your own program, seeing your program grow into what you want it to be as you, as you mold it now. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I, I can't say enough about, you know, the players and, and staff that, that we have here at UMBC. The support's tremendous. Uh, you know, we've got a great academic situation here. And uh, our players have, you know, have, have done really well. Um, you know, just last night uh, we had our last regular season game, so the regular season is now now finished. Uh, Vermont, you know, was the number one seed, and and we actually locked up the number number two seed for the tournament. And uh, you know, the America East is strong as ever. Um, it's going to be a very very competitive tournament, and uh, March Madness is upon us, man. Got there, right, Coach? Talk to us about this, Coach. What's been the key to you guys uh, finishing second this year, and also you know winning streak as you go go into this tournament here? And it has to feel good knowing that you have a home game because it's played on campus site, so you have at least one home game to get your your feet wet in, in your own building. But you got something real comfortable about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's the key? I mean, I think we've got good senior leadership. You know, I think that's the key for us, uh, and and they just so happen to be guards. So usually, when you have good leaders that are your guards that are upperclassmen, uh, you know, you have a chance to win. And, uh, you know, our guys, you know, have done a great job all season. KJ Mara, uh, Jarris Lyles and Jordan Grant, our three seniors, they've been tremendous. I mean, they really have been tremendous for us. So we're excited, uh, about the, the postseason getting ready to start and, uh, looking forward to it. In addition to having those seniors coaches, that senior guard play, which is very key this time of year, do you feel like your team playing a tough non-conference schedule, playing quality opponents, getting a feel for what you'll see in, in America East play, uh, and toughen the team as well, and helped you guys as well play with in conference play, finishing second behind Vermont, and having a great chance to win this tournament based if you guys get hot at the right time, play play well on the third, the sixth, and the tenth there? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think, you know, we try to schedule, you know, as tough as we can in the non-conference to prep us for conference. And, you know, you don't want to over-schedule, certainly, and, and, you know, put yourself in a bind from a, you know, a a record standpoint. But, you know, I felt like, you know, we had a good balance. Um, 
you know, here at UMBC the first two years in our non-conference. You know, we, we tried to step up in competition. We played Maryland. We played Arizona. We played SMU. And fared, you know, fared pretty well in those games and, you know, had our chances. But, um, you know, I, I think our guys, you know, this year in particular did a really nice job of, you know, multiple guys stepping up because we had quite a few injuries in the non-conference and even in conference play. And, you know, our guys, nothing major, thankfully, but, you know, our guys were able to, you know, be without a guy for one game and still get the job done, you know, or have a guy out for several. And then, you know, the next guy steps up. And uh, so they, they've been very resilient. Uh, they've been very focused throughout the year. And, uh, you know, they've put together um, back-to-back 20-win seasons, which has never happened at UMBC. So, you know, that's really, really – it's a really exciting time for us. And, Coach, I only imagine back-to-back 20-win season next year is going to be even harder to schedule games the way it wants to play you guys, even <laughs> even as a, a bomby game. They don't want to play you to get yeah. involved and make you beat. <laughs> yeah, they might, though, because we lose three seniors. So, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> But yeah, no, it it really does, and and uh, you know it's not it's not easy. Scheduling is hard in and of itself, and uh, you know when you're trying to play the the high majors, you know they 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 know you know who's pretty good and who's not, and uh, they understand. You know RPI is such a big factor too, though they do want to they do want to make sure out of conference that they're playing teams that you know are not going to you know, hurt their, their RPI. So that's a good, good thing for us. Cause ours is kind of right there, you know, in, in a working, working number, you know, where they're not, they're not, they're not risking too much. You got there, right, Coach. You got Ron Odom, UNBC Retrievers on the Boston Man Show, talking about his program, back-to-back 20-win seasons. What an accomplishment at UNBC. First time it's ever been done there. Now, Coach, looking at your team stats, I see across the board you got four guys in the bubble figures. One guy hitting over 20 points a game. And balance rebounding, six rebounds. This guy's over three a game, coach. So I'm seeing, coach, based on your stats, you get, you want the ball shared, strong rebounding, defend like crazy, and get out of get out and run. Yeah, I mean we do play a fast style, and uh, you know our guys, you know, very unselfish on offense. You know, we pass the ball. We've got the leading assist guy in the conference, and you know KJ Morrow and and, and steel wise. You know, we're pretty stingy on defense as well, which is a big area of improvement for us from our first year here at UMBC. Our guys have really committed to the defensive side of the ball and and done some really great things there. Um, you know, so, you know, you have to have a balanced attack and you've got to have a balanced defense in order to be successful, you know, long term. And uh, so we've tried to really focus, focus on that. Um, you know, Jairus Lyles has had an amazing senior year. Uh, over 20 a game. He's had a player of the year type type uh, season uh, for us. KJ Mara has really picked it up. You know, he's always been good and been a big difference for our team, but he's really picked it up over the last 10 games in conference play. He had 25 last night and uh, and led us, you know, to victory on the road, which is which is tremendous. And then Jordan Grant, you know, he sacrifices a ton. He comes off the bench as a senior. He really is a starter. Um, you know, and a guy that, you know, could potentially be the sixth man of the year. I know there's other worthy recipients of that in our league as well, but bottom line is that our guys play for one another and, uh, you know, they, they certainly make the coach proud. And you're right about that coach as a senior to come off the bench and accept your role and take that 
your decision and knows best best better of the team. That tells a lot about his character. I don't know too many seniors who are willing to take this take the six man role, knowing it's their final year, and accept it the way he has done it. Yeah, no question. I mean, Jordan's been through a lot. He's the one guy on the team that's been here since his freshman year. He's the only one remaining. And in his first season, they won they won four games his freshman year. So he's seen the worst of it, and he's seen what is you know going pretty well right now. I can't call it the best of it because it's certainly not. We we hope there's more down the road for us, but it's certainly not where it was. And uh, he's he's a big reason you know why we've been able to turn this thing around. Got there, right, coach? And coach, as you prepare for that American East tournament, coach, you, you know who you be playing. You, you Mass Lowell. So, what do you do for his preparation-wise and points of emphasis to get ready for his game? And also for the listeners who may not know about UMass Lowell, what what, what put challenges they pose that you're seeing on film so they can watch you when they watch these games this weekend and see you guys play? Yeah, I mean UMass Lowell is playing, you know dynamite basketball right now uh they just went on the road at new hampshire uh we had a hard fought game in our our senior night here at umbc could have gone either way and we were fortunate enough to come out with a win um you know they challenge you from a defensive transition standpoint you know they can really score the ball uh they've got you know guys that spread you out and drive you uh matchup problems one through five so you really, they really test you. You know, they test your ability to get back. They test your ability to guard the basketball, and uh, and they're tough. You know, they're a well-coached team. So, you know, we, we fully expect a bat, another battle. Um, you know, like we 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 uh, we had the other day. I think you know, thankfully for both teams, we just played each other, so it's very fresh. Uh, it was only two games ago that we played them. So, um, you know, both teams. There, there will be no secrets. You know, it's 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 a uh, playoff basketball, tournament basketball, whatever you want to call it, and uh, you know we're gonna have to play really well to win. Yeah, it seems like that scout pre- won't change very much, coach. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you played yeah. two games ago. Yeah, yeah. you got to got to just got to go play, and uh, you know they've uh, this is their first opportunity too since trans uh, transitioning from Division two to Division one that they're eligible for the tournament. So, you know, they're going to be excited inside that locker room, you know, to get going because this is their first time being able to play. You got there, right? That's what I got for you, Coach, this. Uh, you know, we're down here in Georgia. Most people out here, AC people, SC people, they don't pretend to the Americans. Yeah. So if you could, Coach, share <laughs> with our listeners about the quality coaching, the quality talent, and the quality teams in the American East Conference today that they may be missing by not paying attention to, to, to what you guys are doing up there in the Northeast there. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm from the South as well. I mean, you know, following my dad is coached in both of the leagues that you, you mentioned there, the ACC and SEC, great basketball in those leagues. And, uh, you know, in this particular one that, that, uh, we're in here in the America East, you know, one of the stories that I, I think is probably a little bit undercovered is, is Vermont. Um, you know, their, their tradition, you know, is as strong as any mid major, you know, that I've seen. And they've been on a roll. I mean, they, they just lost their first game in, in two years in our conference. Hartford beat them at, at Vermont in a very tight game. I think it was a one-point victory or something like that, you know, for Hartford. So, I mean, John Becker's done a tremendous job there. And it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. I mean, Will Brown, you know, at Albany has had, you know, a tremendous amount of success. 
you know, there and has been to multiple NCAA tournaments and is in, you know, is in postseason pretty much every year. Uh, Stony Brooks had great teams. Jeff's doing a ph- phenomenal job there. Um, you know, Coach Harrion at, at New Hampshire won 20 games last year. I mean, Maine is 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 continuing to improve under Bob Walsh, and and obviously Hartford, you know, had a great season this year and won 18 won 18 regular season games. Coach Gallagher's done a tremendous job there as well, and and uh, you know the team that we're facing and UMass Lowell is playing as as well as anybody. So you know, I, I think you know basketball is very very important in our league, and uh, you know we've got ESPN three, so all the games are on. Uh, television you can watch you know each one of them uh john feinstein actually does our games at at umbc he's done every one you know the last two years and uh you know that's that's pretty special uh hall of fame you know writer uh you know who's able to to spend his time with the retrievers on a nightly basis on game night you know it's pretty cool so you know if anybody out there wants to, to take a look i would encourage them to do so and coach, you know what's great about the job I have is that I can look beyond the two conferences, the SEC and ACC down here. I, I can look beyond and see multiple things going on around the landscape, which is I love because I like talking to guys like yourself, hearing about the stories of, the, of these mid-major teams who don't get covered very often. And it's good to hear yeah. about you guys' team to give y'all a platform because everybody wants to talk to you know the the, the big the big five teams, but who's talking to you guys? Because there are great stories yeah. beyond the five power five conferences that people don't realize about. Yeah, without a doubt. There's a lot of pride, you know, at each, each university and, and uh, a lot of pride within the programs and a lot of history. And, you know, we're trying to create our own, obviously at UMBC and, you know, we've got an amazing president, uh, you know, and Dr. Freeman Robowski, uh, who's led the charge here and, and, you know, putting UMBC on the map and everything kind of starts with him. And, uh, you know, we got a brand new arena on campus that we just opened up 5,000 seats. I mean, it's beautiful. Everything, you know, from, uh, retriever athletic, you know, facilities, uh, academic center, sports med, weight training, locker rooms. I mean, it's got everything practice facility. Um, you know, so we're, we're trying to do something big over here. I see it, Coach. Well, Coach, we'll definitely keep our eyes on you guys in, the, in this tournament here. And we should the best. Let's look, Coach. I mean, next time you're Atlanta, Coach, recruiting, feel free to give me a holler over here and come to the studio with us and, and get the people of Atlanta see you in the studio on, on our live stream here. Promote your program down here in Georgia. Get some Georgia guys to come and go up there with you, man. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your help, man. Thanks for having me on. I, and uh, best best to you here in March Madness. Enjoy it. Yes, indeed, Coach. It's Ron Odom on the Boston Show, people. Thank, thanks a lot, Coach. You did a great job as always, man. All right, brother. You take care, man. You too now.
Thank you.